have a quick sip of coffee and then get started. Well, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts on Walks. It is a, a gray, cold, and windy Saturday morning just before Christmas. So I think it's, um, I think it's the 22nd. Let's see, 23rd, 24th, yeah, 22nd of December. And, uh, yeah, it's a cold morning. I woke up early this morning, and uh, I've been... Uh, working on this project in the basement, uh, kind of some lockers in our downstairs mudroom. And I was, uh, have three more doors to complete for these lockers. And, uh, I worked on them yesterday and I, in my head, I had the, I thought I had the frames all done, but I was, I was missing one of the, um, styles, uh, for each door. I totally, spaced that and um so i was doing the mortise and tenon for each each joint uh, there's like a floating tenon in the uh, mortises and so there's like three at the bottom one in the middle and then two at the top or two at the middle two at the top and uh but i forgot that uh one of the styles was missing so i had the like the outer perimeter of each door made and then uh the the bottom um rail middle rail and top rail and but i forgot the the center style so i'm making like craftsman style doors um or a type of craftsman style door with um if you separate the door visually if you're looking at the door from bottom to top the bottom two-thirds of the door is um two inset panels and then the top is just one inset panel and so there's a um, a style that splits those two bottom panels. And I had totally forgot about that. I didn't even buy the wood. So this morning I got up early and uh, I uh, it just hit me when I woke up. I didn't even think about it last night, thank goodness, because I had been thinking about it before I went to bed. But I woke up and it just popped into my head. And I said, well, I better go get some uh, some more poplar for that. I'm using poplar because it's just a little bit tougher than pine, and it's it's just paint grade anyway. So um, I ran off and picked up some of that this morning. And uh, you know, even though I was out early, I was probably out. I was on the road before seven, and uh, I uh, I was surprised. It's already kind of busy out, and people just uh, hustle and bustle pre-Christmas. I think even in our little village here. Um, as I walk now, I'm in the cemetery now, but I waited till I got here to even start recording because it is just hopping out there. There's so many little shops and so forth that people like to hit around here before, um, before Christmas and everybody's doing their last minute food shopping and their specialty shop, you know, bakeries and butchers and, and then there's, uh, lots of little boutiques and stuff that people are, I think, getting their things before, uh, the holiday is out. And uh, thinking they're going to beat the rush by getting out early this morning, but nobody's beating the rush anymore today. It's already in, in a rush. But it is, uh, like I said, a gray, cold day here. It's not super cold. It's probably in the high 20s um, uh, Fahrenheit. And there, uh, there are just tiny little snowflakes falling. It's uh, most of the snow that we've had from the past, um, in the past couple of weeks is gone. And... Uh, so we're really hoping for a white Christmas, but 
I'm not sure that's going to happen. There are a couple of chances, but um, I live in an area where there's rolling hills, and, and so I can. Uh, I saw some cars as I was out this morning that were covered in, in probably two or three inches of snow. They must have been coming in from some of the uh, towns out east, like uh, Java or Arcade, and or, or down south like uh, Springville and uh, or Ellicottville. But uh, we're only about 20 minutes from ski slopes and so forth. So we're, it's amazing how um, we get affected by the weather from the lake. And they call it lake effect snow. And uh, so sometimes we get dumped on. And in the town where I live, it's called East Aurora. We're right in the middle of the snow belt. And so uh, sometimes we get really walloped. But it's a, it's a um, toss of the dice whether or not you're going to get uh, hit with snow, and they just really can't predict a lot of the weather around here. But it is definitely a little chilly and gray. But uh, it's um, definitely makes you feel like you're alive when you're walking. So, you know, there was a uh, my my uh, nephew had sent me an article. I th- I don't know if it came out yesterday or or today from the the Buffalo News, um, and it's about our village and. Uh, it talks about create your own adventure, a great place to take a date, and it lists a whole bunch of different things that you can do here in the village. And uh, I think I will I'll link to that in the show notes because it is a neat little article and just talks about some of the things that I've spoken about here on the Thoughts on Walks. And uh, I just, uh, you could probably tell I like to live here, <laughs> and I feel incredibly blessed to be able to live here. And uh, I think a lot of other folks like to come here for their little day trips and dates. And um, there's just a lot to do. Today, I think we're, uh, my wife and my daughter are making uh, sugar cookies. And, and actually, they made the cookies yesterday. I think they're frosting them today. And uh, I have made a bit of a conscious decision to go ahead and let myself eat some junk until. Uh, through the 26th of December, and then I'll start back on my my uh, healthy way of eating on the 27th. I uh, I've lost about f- well between 40 and 50 pounds um, since March of uh, doing uh, eating keto and intermittent fasting. And uh, there's a lot of places around here to get good uh, quality grass-fed beef. And so we bought a quarter of a cow and stocked the freezer up and. I do most of the cooking, so I love to cook. So uh, that has worked out really well for us. I feel better than I have in decades. But um, I've listened to a lot of uh, Dr. Jason Fung, and he's got a couple of books. The Obesity Code is one of them, and and then uh, I think the other one's like The Complete Book of Fasting or whatever. And uh, great stuff, and it has definitely worked for me. There's, without a doubt, it's almost effortless but uh, he mentions in there the importance of there's a time to, there's a season for everything which that's a big part of my life is, is uh, having uh, seasons in my life and there's a time to feast and a time to fast and so uh, I'm going to let myself feast a little bit through Christmas and uh, and then I'll uh, do a few day fast and so forth and get get back in balance and start burning ketones again instead of glucose but uh in the meantime, I'm going to have, treat myself to some of my wife's delicious peanut butter cookies and molasses cookies. and <laughs> It's terrible for me, but my gosh, it goes down so easy. 
Um, it is really, they're really, really good. So, but I'm enjoying it. But I know when to, I can flip the switch. Um, but typically during the, during the rest of the year, I, I have to be a bit binary. When I give something up, I can, I can give something up, and eliminate it from my life for a time. But uh, I'm not one of these guys who can, uh, you know, just cut back or do a little bit of time on binary. It's an on or off switch. So, uh, at least I'm able to do that without too much willpower. I just kind of tweak my habits a little bit um, and the availability of things in the house and then I'm usually in a pretty good situation. Uh, but we're also going to try uh, to do a little ice skating today. Well, I'm going to try. My family has no problem. I've had, uh, I've had a leg issue. Uh, I grew up playing hockey and, and, and uh, of course I was very active through my whole life and um, but I have this thing called compartment syndrome, uh, exercise-induced compartment syndrome, and my legs and feet cramp incredibly bad. That I get uh, complete nerve cutoff and foot drop and everything uh, pretty easily if I if I exert. But since I've lost some weight and gotten in better shape, uh, I have not tried skating again. So I'm going to try that today. The last time I tried to skate was about five years ago. I made it halfway around the rink. We were in an outdoor rink in Rockville, Maryland, visiting family in DC. And uh, I made it halfway around the rink and I had to hold onto the boards and walk myself back. It was uh, a bit embarrassing and I was surprised how fast the pain came on, but um, there just wasn't anything I could do about it. And uh, But I'm gonna give it a shot today and uh, see what happens. So I'm very excited about that. and. Uh, I just thought I'd get out for a little walk. I think my wife is going to take the dogs out for a long walk today as well. And uh, But I wanted to get out and have a little bit of solitude and record some thoughts. And one of the things that I saw this morning on my, my uh, Twitter feed was this photo of a beautiful bungalow and uh, a bunch of snow and then there was this tree that was turned into one of those little libraries and um, the caption read something along the lines of uh, the guy who who took the photo took a a picture of this house it's his cousin's house and she had to cut down a hundred year old tree in her in her front yard right out by the sidewalk and um, and instead of taking it all the way down she left probably a 12-foot stump it's hollowed out it has electricity to it, and she built a roof on it, and it's one of those little libraries, little free libraries, and um, and which I love, uh, and it just looks beautiful, and I don't know why that picture spoke to me so much, but on Facebook, I'm uh, a member of the group for American Bungalows, and I love bungalows, and uh, I had to share that picture on there. And uh, because it's such a beautiful bungalow in the back, but it really, when you look at the spirit of um, the arts and crafts movement, later craftsmen and bungalows, it's uh, one of the things is uh, really embracing natural elements. And that somebody took the time and effort to, um, oh, there goes a car with a bunch of snow on it coming from uh, the south, so it must be down by the ski slopes. Uh, But that somebody took the time and effort to 
hollow out that tree and uh, build a little library in there and even running uh, electricity out there and having a light and putting a nice glass door on the front. Uh, that just spoke to me. And I had mentioned that that um, that thoughtfulness and um, uh, and it's like they paid homage to the tree as well. That, but some of that is missing from the places that we live these days. It seems to me. Maybe that's just um, my take on it. And uh, but to have that, uh, just to have a little something like that uh, in a in a beautiful bungalow neighborhood is just amazing to me. When I was a, a kid, I we would drive through here where we live now in East Aurora and uh, just on the, I guess it would be the west side of town, as you come in you cross uh, uh, the Casanova Creek and up on the, the cliff there is a house that looks like a castle and uh, in the fall in the winter and spring, early spring, you can see that that castle up on the cliff, probably 150 or 200 feet above the Casanova, but it just looks out over this valley that you're driving through before you get into the village. And it just looks like it's something out of medieval Europe. And um, and then, of course, as you go through the village and the, the Roycroft and the, the chapel of the Roycroft, uh, looks like a castle, you know, built with the field stones and so forth. I uh, I posted some pictures on uh, the Instagram page for, or whatever that is, Instagram feed for Thoughts on Walks. I posted some photos of the Roycroft so you could see those there. But uh, uh, those things when you're a little kid, they uh, they stick in your mind and it just gives the an amazing sense of place. Uh, and I guess it's one of the things that makes me feel so connected to this area now that I'm older. Have, uh, I was gone for 32 years. And so um, coming back here and rediscovering everything as an adult has been an amazing experience for me. But that little library uh, also speaks to me because it's something I want to do in our front yard. Uh, we have a tree that's out by the sidewalk and I got my love of reading, without a doubt, from my mom, who, uh, as far as I know all her life, has uh, enjoyed reading. And she, I remember her telling me when I was a, just a little guy that if you, if you uh, love to read, that in a good book you can travel in time, you can travel to different places, you can meet the most interesting people, and... It's just like uh, living a different life. And she, she loved to read. And uh, she would take a book and, or magazines and swap them out at uh, um, lots of places she went. Had little book swaps and uh, doctor's offices and so forth. And with neighbors, uh, she would swap out books. And um, so I would like to make a little library in... It's a bit of an homage to my mom. Um, and I just think it's really uh, a cool thing for uh, kids to be able to grab a book, leave a book, 
and uh, swap it out, and and uh, you know, for adults too. I have um, I don't have as many uh, physical books as I used to. I do a lot on. Um, I think I I mentioned that I I re- listen to a lot of audiobooks on Audible, uh, but also the old classics I listen to on LibriVox, and um, through my local library, uh, you can uh, listen to audiobooks through um, them as well. I use an app called Overdrive. And living in New York, you can also um, be a member of the New York Public Library, which has a lot to offer. And uh, you can read or listen to audiobooks to them as well. So lots of different options for audiobooks and physical books. So a little library is a neat thing to, to have in a neighborhood. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, so um, I would like to do a little library uh, and uh, put it on that tree out in front of the house up by the sidewalk. I know that I'll, I'll get to that someday. Um, it's good to have little projects. Uh, that you, I keep a little list. And, uh, you know, I have lots of ideas. And just to put a project on a list and maybe get to it someday, when you do check it off, it's like a little victory. But also my tastes and my style changes and so forth. So it's um, just like when we were building our our home. Uh, I'm sure I mentioned this before, but we left a lot of things in it or some things undone or at least not in their complete final state so that I would uh, be able to do those myself later on to to my taste. And uh, in some things, I, areas I just didn't even know uh, what I wanted to do. There's a couple that are still left like that, that I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do with that space yet. But I just kind of trust my future self to be able to figure that out and to be able to do it. And in the meantime, I certainly don't mind uh, empty space. There, there was a time when um, I really wanted our house to be under a thousand square feet uh, just because I enjoy that simplicity and and uh, uh, I wouldn't call myself a minimalist, but certainly uh, I, in some things I'm a minimalist, but I guess maybe an essentialist, I don't know, whatever there is on that spectrum between all-out consumer and minimalist, uh, somewhere along the lines I fall on there. And uh, uh, But my wife enjoys more space, and I've come to embrace that a little bit more myself as well, where... Just because the space is there, we don't have to fill it. It is nice to have some breathing room, and uh, and with a family and pets and and uh, things like that, it's nice to have a place for uh, when we do have folks over that they're comfortable. But again, that doesn't mean every square inch of the place needs to be filled. Um, if I haven't mentioned it before, I'll mention it now. That one of my favorite sayings is from Antoine de Saint Exupéry. It's a quote that says, perfection is achieved not when there's nothing more to add, but when there's nothing left to take away. And I find that to be very true. I probably have mentioned that before, but it is one of the core uh, quotations that I like to um, hold dear and, uh, and live up to. It's a hard thing to live up to, especially when you see something that you really, really love. And uh, that is a... That is a tough exercise. 
this uh, jacket that I'm wearing right now is an is a wool LL Bean main guides hunting guides jacket I think it's called and uh, I absolutely love it and this is I have in I think it's called Loden Green but they have a a black and red checked one that I would also like to have for hunting and as much as I want that it is I can't justify it in my head even though I have a 25% off coupon and I can get it for under $200 and I would certainly love it uh, I don't have the need for it right now and it's been very difficult for me not to to order that not to pull the trigger on the on the buy button as they say but um, if I got it as a gift someday that would be fantastic but um for me to get it for myself or ask uh, my wife or my, you know, somebody in the family for that as a gift, I, I, I wouldn't feel right putting that on my list. Um, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to get over that struggle when you see something that you really like that's quality, that you know is going to last forever. I mean, I'm in an age where... Um, most of the things that, uh, if I buy something of high quality, it will probably last my lifetime, especially like an L.L. Bean wool jacket. People wear these jackets for 50 years. And uh, it's, uh, it will probably last my lifetime, and maybe somebody else will uh, enjoy it after I'm gone. I do have a deference for quality, without a doubt. Uh, I, that wasn't always the case but I would much rather live with fewer things that I love and that are high quality than have too many things in my life. And I, I certainly don't mean to disparage anybody who, uh, who prefers the cheaper disposable things as they're working through their style. That's up to them. That's not my way, but, but hey, whatever works for you, works for you. Uh, I am just learning at this point in my life for sure dialing it in what exactly works for me and what doesn't that doesn't mean it's always easy to restrain myself when I see something that I that I absolutely love it's something that I'm working on and I'm sure I'll continue to work on it but I'm going to close for now and I'm going to work my way back home uh, my ears are getting a little bit nippy and uh, the wind is really kicking through here but uh, it was a, I had to get out and do something before the rest of the day. Uh, I'm going to build a fire on the sleeping porch in the back uh, after we get done ice skating and have a nice fire. And uh, I might even go out and have an adult beverage tonight with my nephew and his wife in our village. And uh, I will probably talk with you again before... Christmas time, um, but depending on when you're listening to this, uh, I wish you the happiest of holiday seasons, whatever you celebrate. Uh, I hope you enjoy yourself, have a great time with people that you love and you care about, and uh, I would like to extend the invitation to connect with me on Instagram at uh, Thoughts on Walks. 
and I hope to talk with you again soon. Take care. Have a great day. Make the most of your day. And uh, try your hardest to be your best self. Talk to you soon.